What's up going on? What's up going on? What am I talking about? What's up, everybody? And welcome back to the Digital Toilet Paper Podcast. Um, if I could figure out how to speak today, I'm your host, Jason Bear. I'm Rex Repo. At Armed and Hilarious. And uh, yeah, another fun-filled, exciting Digital Toilet Paper Podcast ready for you guys today. Um, as the title says, we're going to kind of dive into Mortal Kombat a little bit. I said that wrong. We're going to dive into Mortal Kombat! Yeah, uh, a little bit comparing uh, this new version of the film with uh, the 1995 version. Uh, but before we get into that, everybody have a good weekend. Had a great weekend. Very busy, but 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 going well. Yeah, my uh, my kid turned 11. Tonight. Nice. Yeah, holy cow. It's <laughs> <laughs> officially That's getting, getting old. Yeah. You know, she's a real person now, not like an imaginary person <laughs> in a person suit a per- or whatever. Well, and getting a personality, I'm sure, you know, becoming and, an individual and all and the money, fun stuff that comes with that. Yeah. A cell phone. Yes. You know, middle school is next year for this one, so you got to be able to keep tabs, drama. Oh, good. The yeah, worst good part about middle school. The worst part about, about my kid's birthday being this weekend is that it means my birthday is next week. <laughs> you know getting watching watching older. my kids get older means I have to experience myself getting older shortly after I it's mean, like the worst it, kind of crystal ball it, it, it's just a number and, and honestly Tom, time has no bearing on our physical universe right like it's there is no way of measuring it so it doesn't really matter oh speaking of it's, space time I just watched a video that talks about how gravity doesn't exist as a force Yes, yes, I understand that. But the the premise of this argument was that... Um, well, I get so, it, I, I get it. Yes, so, Simil- similar to time, right? Where it's mathematically, it's due to mass. Well, and- because relative to another object in the same point of reference, when you, when you drop this down, it's not that it's, it's falling down, it's staying in place and the Earth is moving around around it relative to it, right? It, I mean, I'm doing a shitty job of explaining it, but essentially it was saying that objects that are moving, and they uses, okay, let me use this example as a spaceship. If you're in a spaceship, or, or driving, he says if there's two people starting, one in Africa and one in Mexico at the equator, right? Or in, I guess it'd be Ecuador. In Ecuador at the equator, <laughs> and they both go north. They will eventually come together at the North Pole, and as they go northward, they will eventually converge, even though neither one is changing direction at all. They're both essentially going in a straight line because space itself, the Earth itself, is curved. And so the argument for why gravity is a construct and not a force is that space itself is also curved. So the idea is that you know you think you're that you're getting pulled into the gravitational pull of a planet, and it looks like you're curving towards it because it's pulling you in when really the planet is is curving space itself and so you are following okay. a straight line I, into the I, planet because space itself is curving i think i get where you're going so what you're trying to say to break it down in simple terms is Liu kang's bicycle kick is physically possible yes essentially is what you're trying to say okay okay Perfect. all right now now it makes sense now we're all, all caught right, up here we go yes bicycle, yeah. even the flying <laughs> kick the you know like yes the, whatever yeah. uh yeah it's all i mean i'll send you the video i'll, I'll post it to the to the description in the, in the video because I, I realize i sound like a raving lunatic 
<laughs> but no, I get where you're saying. If yeah. that were true, I could fall in any direction. Because if I jump out of a plane, it would be just as easy for me to fall into space than it is to fall back down to the earth. Yes, and they they discuss why that isn't a thing. Um, I'll send you the video. It's easier for me to just send it to you. This is very exciting stuff we yeah, got here going getting, getting on. Past digital okay. toilet paper. Moving, moving on past my, <laughs> past my nerd talk, right? Yeah. I wanted Raiden to shout that. No, and, nobody cares about that nerd talk. They want different nerd they talk. They want different nerd talk. Yes. Nobody cares about my geek talk. Or, or, yes, or there. Is yes. geek talk versus nerd talk. We can discuss yeah. the finer points of geekdom versus nerd nerddom as well. But um, yeah, so enough about nerd talk mortal kombat did you guys enjoy mortal kombat yeah i did it was it it was kind of it it was candy it was nothing you know i didn't feel like i had a learning process going on it was just fun it was a good movie good characters i like what they did with each of the you know the individual fighters i like the story kind of having it outside the tournament yeah um a couple fun lines of dialogue they paid a lot of fan service i really like that they even had a a super shredder moment against goro when Liu kang's kind of knocking down the yeah (laughs) the the beams oh we should probably say Spoilers, spoilers. I was going to say, before we move in. forward, yeah. there's two things. One, spoilers going forward. And two, how is it that, I don't know about when you guys were kids, but none of my friends ever picked Kano when we played Mortal no. Kombat. Like, none of us. No. And how is no. it that now he kind of carries both films across two different generations of Mortal Kombat movies? Yeah, Kano well, was not No one told me that Ozzy Man was going to be given an uncredited role as Kano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or is it that just every Australian man is Aussie man? Every well, that well, you, you know, like after the performance of What's His Face in Mortal Kombat the '95 version, they actually made Kano Australian because of his performance. Oh, kind of. <laughs> it's yeah. fun. He's he's an inter- interesting character, but in the games, he was terrible. I hated him. I feel like his move set was difficult to pull off instead of like a back back forward for Scorpion and stuff like that. And it just I don't know. Just, yeah, I just and, didn't like him. And I went back and I played Mortal Kombat again. That game's rough, man. It is, but it was, that game was so ahead of its time, right? Yeah. Like, that was, it was way, way, way ahead of its time. Even Mortal Kombat 2 was, was well, really Well, I think far of, the, of, of the franchise, MK2 is probably my favorite. Eh, Ultimate MK3, maybe. But, I mean, the mechanics have changed so dramatically mm-hmm. from the old school Mortal... I mean, you can pick up a Street Fighter game, for example like Armed and Hilarious's background there. You can pick up a Street Fighter game, and the mechanics are roughly the same. Now that we're at Street Fighter 5,008... No, it's Street Fighter 2 version 5,886. Yeah. Whatever, right? We've had a million different versions of Street Fighter, but it still kind of feels like the same game. Uh, the, the Capcom games aside, you know, they get a little silly, but like the, the, the mainline Street Fighter games all kind of feel like... Okay, I I could pick up one to the next to the next to the next, and I'm playing the same game. You try mm-hmm. to play like the current Mortal Kombat games, and then pick up Mortal Kombat Two with a run button and a block button. Well, and there were there were no combos either. Yeah, just this. Well, yeah, they ju- that was something that didn't didn't was it Mortal Kombat Two that or was it Street three. Fighter Two that had the first was Mortal, it Kombat, Mortal 3. Kombat Three that had the first combo because you could well run no you could pop, do pop 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 you pop, could, pop, pop, pop. 
you could juggle people in Mortal Kombat 2. It wasn't an official combo. Yeah. And that's what really progressed fighting games. Ah. Being able to juggle people. And Killer then, No, Well, I know. But but before Killer Instinct came out okay. was the, the oh, fact Mortal that Kombat you could 2. juggle. Yeah. Yes, you could juggle people. It wasn't called a combo. But, you know, professional game, profi- yeah. you know, arcade players well, um, yeah. could do that stuff. Sweet uppercut. That's my combo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just spammed the yeah the leg sweep until yeah. my friend Rage quit. That was the, leg sweep uppercut trick. freeze sub zero, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, leg sweep yeah. uppercut freeze. They're frozen in midair. Uppercut again. They fall. Leg sweep uppercut Ooh. freeze. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. At Arm hilarious. Go ahead. Um. Yeah, I would. I bought. Um. Mortal Kombat 2 on Genesis and I rage quit and then for <laughs> Christmas uh, my folks got me Mortal Kombat 3 on Genesis well Mortal nice. Kombat 3 was a much more entertaining game I mean it had like a million I, I mean I didn't have the mm-hmm. original Mortal Kombat 3 I had Ultimate but it had like a million characters we had two Sub-Zeros mm-hmm. it doesn't get better than two Sub-Zeros um, but yeah so back to the back to the film though so yeah I like I liked it. I liked it a lot. I liked it more than I thought it was going to. I don't know if I liked it better. I think it's just as good as the 95 one. I don't think it's better. Yeah, I, I'd agree. It's different. Clearly, they're different. It was fun. It's it's hard making that initial first movie. So I think if yeah, you kind of have to give it the edge. But the, the Sub-Zero Scorpion storyline was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, oh, man. You knew Scorpion was coming back. Like, it was it, it was all pretty obvious. But it was fun. The opening scene was cool. The The last fight was really cool, too. Like, you're doing it in a, they, they, a, an MMA arena, and it's all frozen. Really cool set design. And, and it was it was fun. Yeah, I, I liked they, it. They pulled a little bit from Marvel on, on that last fight sequence. It very, felt very much like Marvel's fight choreography. Which is well done, right? Like Captain America mm-hmm. versus Iron Man and that whole thing. Like the way that the, the hits land, not too many jump cuts. You can kind of see. Um, I think the primary difference, though, speaking of how that was filmed, it was beautiful. But the 95 Mortal Kombat movie is definitely a martial arts movie, right? We got Robin Shu and, you know, Talisa Soto trying. Yeah, yeah. Um, I but get it's what definitely a martial And this movie is not a martial arts movie. No, because that genre... Sense. That genre isn't in vogue right now. It'd yeah. be, it's a lot harder to get financing pushing that where you're when you're the rated R comic. Yeah. This, would, this would be a comic be a book genre esque movie. It is more is popular well, I now. Would say- I, I would love to see more like kung fu fighting movies, but it's just not. It's not how you get a movie greenlit yeah. now. And, and to your point, Adam Hilarious, the special effects, while in while very rudimentary, in the in the '95 Mortal Kombat film are still secondary to the fight choreography. Whereas in this film, special effects are a part of the, mm-hmm. a, a very big part of the action and in, in, in the moments, right? Like, um, you know, Sub-Zero is, is using his powers like he should. If you've got cryomancy powers, you would use them as part of your fight sequence as opposed to just making a cool thing like, oh, Sub-Zero in the movie uses his powers for a cool thing, but then the fight is just him fighting. Right, he doesn't really yeah. use his powers during the fight. He uses his powers before the fight, and then after yeah. the fight. Um, but there were a lot of like yeah, shock on, shock on that too. 
Yeah, because again, you're you're paying fan service. You have to do it, and it's. I'm just thinking there was no. I wish they would have fleshed out his his background a little bit more instead of just being a bad guy for bad guy's sake. Like clearly, there is a history, and it seems like they're going to go into that in the next because he signed on for four more movies. Joe Tassel, four movies. Joe, yeah, yeah, and he's good. I'm excited to hear that story. I'm sure there's going to be prequel elements put into it, whether it's you know ingrained into the movie or you know the first part is talking about that well, that family and, and, feud and he was saying that he'd love to come back both in a sub-zero origin story but also in a to come back as spoilers for anybody who hasn't played oh that come back as noob cybot when they yeah yeah sub-zero i was gonna say or we can just play that that terrible video game the wasn't it sub-zero oh, origins or, yeah yeah oh one gosh. of the worst video games of all time isn't it weird how Mortal Kombat can have some of the best and worst video games of all time? Yeah, like, did they license franchise? it out? Like, no, they like just Mario wanted to try to do something or... different, I think. I think it's it still Midway, so back when Midway was still... Is it still Midway now? Who owns Mortal oh, Kombat yes. now? Is Midway still making games? I don't know. Um, now, you're saying Mortal Kombat Mythology Sub-Zero was the worst Mortal Kombat video game? Yeah, isn't that the one, like, kind of a platformer? Is that the game I'm thinking about? It is a about? platformer. It looks like, yeah. like Super Nintendo Batman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah. they also made a Mortal Kombat where you play chess versus someone else. And depending on the moves, the fighters in the background would fight. Really? Okay. What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> This is also like Harry Potter, like Wizard's Chess, except it's Sub-Zero. Well, you said they fight in the background, so they're in not the even on the board? Not even on the board. that'd be kind of cool if you're playing chess and, like, Wizard's Chess, or, like, I had Battle Chess back in the day, back in the DOS days. Yeah, you know, I, you know, I remember that, yeah. Get your chess pieces and they, like, you know, chop each other up. So this is Mortal Kombat. You're going to have to find a clip for, for me to find that, because I think that that might be the... Second worst Mortal Kombat game behind Mortal Kombat Mythology Sub-Zero. <laughs> <laughs> the movie is bad. Well, and I remember not only is the gameplay terrible, like the controls were so off, like there was a big lag. Like it's hard to explain to kids how terrible these games are when you watch footage, but it's like the controls are so bad for some of these games and you can't really get through to it and the physics are off and it's ugh, some of these games were a mess. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, going back, we get we keep talking about our games because we're nerds that way. But going back to the film, there's only a couple things that didn't gel for me. Um, one of them, I really, really, really hate like on the nose character reference explanations, like you know, Beyond is no more. There's only subs. Man, we all know who you are. <laughs> they even did that. That was a wild line too. So that that line wasn't in the script. I bet that was a producer note because they says it. With the met like or with the mask on, away, yeah. whatever it is, because I you had said something to me and I re- I was like, oh yeah, that was done in post. That yeah. was one where you had some jag off producer, but like, who is he? I don't know who they are. It's like Everybody you're not watching, watching this movie. movie. Yes, yeah. every single person yeah. watching this movie knows who Sub Zero is, but it was some a hole producer. I will guarantee you that's what it was the same thing. They chimed in. It was the same thing with Scorpion. We need your like, note. I've yeah. come back from hell. Hazashi is no more now. I'm Scorpion or whatever. Who the hell in hell named you Scorpion? We know that. Like, we know who you are. Who, who, yeah. who in hell thinks that you should be named Scorpion? <laughs> yeah. For the sake of who? The other Hellions around you? Oh, I'm going to be Beetle. 
We're all bugs yeah. in hell. You know, yeah. you yeah. can be cockroach. <laughs> 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 you know, yeah. that guy over there, he's ladybug. Like, come on. <laughs> Like, yeah, producers are the worst. These notes, and I don't know if you guys have, have said on um, these sessions, but there's always someone that needs to just pipe up. I'm like, well, I, I didn't really get this scene. And I was like, why don't you just shut up? Like, yeah. you, you aren't That's the aren't kid in the back of the class all. asking questions at the end of health class when we all just want to oh, go home. You forgot to assign homework. It's yeah. like, oh, you, like, you rat stop bastard. It. Just stop yeah, it. just get yeah. out of here. You We're scumbag. done. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but aside, and it wasn't even organic. Like, no. You know. <laughs> Like, like you could have had Kano like who is this MF or something the hell is like this that guy? like who's yeah. this guy I think he is yeah like, you know, you know well, and, and that's why a little bit organic but and that's yeah. where where the 95 Mortal Kombat was, was great because they kind of embraced the campiness um Kerry Tagawa's Shang Tsung is second only to Raul Julia's Bison, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like yeah. Scorpion and Sub-Zero. He just tells you like this is who they are yeah. they're the deadliest of enemies slaves under my power. It took 15 yeah. minutes to explain that in this Mortal Kombat movie, the first in this one, that the modern one, and Kerry Tagawa did it in one line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like. And don't even get a flawless victory and a your soul is mine. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. The flawless victory wasn't as well done. I like kind of. No. Again, <laughs> I really think that they should have brought Kerry Tagawa back as Shang Tsung for this movie. I mean, I don't even know if he'd be into it, but I I feel like he would be because I think it would work. If you remember Mortal Kombat One, anyway, Shang Tsung's an old man. In the game. Uh, so mm-hmm. it, it reasons that he could be an old man if they're redoing the timeline or whatever. And then do the squealer from Batman as Shang Tsung 2.0 for the second movie. <laughs> no, I... Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. I can tell. I, yeah. On that, I don't think... I don't know if we're ready to move on, but did you see they, they cast... On that note, um, they cast Blade. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah, well, I saw they're that. Doing yeah, Blade they're too. doing yeah. Um, Mar- Marshall uh, Ali as Blade. Yeah, because yeah, I—that's one where Wesley Snipes is Blade, right? Yeah, have, and and what's his name? Who got? I, I think they Mahershal, did a good job. Marshall Ali. Yeah, he looks good. He's just—he's—he's he's probably one of—he's probably one of five guys. I mean, including Michael B. Jordan, that I would let be Blade. And I think and, that's and good I casting. I don't even think but, Michael B. Jordan has the right look. I think he just doesn't have the look. You know, yeah, he's good in everything. So I he is just, good in everything. You know, I'd fall give, back. He's not good that. in Fantastic yeah. Four. But I'm I'm excited about it. I'm excited about no. He's not bad in it. I still think that cast is not that bad. I don't like um, Miles Teller. It's so. just a terrible movie. Uh, but yeah. So the Blade and then other movies. Did you see on that note? Um, Black Panther two. Yeah, I saw that they they is, got the release info. I didn't see. It, I just and they're just that. calling it Wakanda Forever. I and did see that. I talked. I, I remember reading an interview about Ryan Coogler um, discussing like it's going to be a, mm-hmm. it's going to be an environmental, not like Earth Day environmental, but like the film is going to be about Wakanda, mm-hmm. not necessarily about you know any specific person in Wakanda. Yeah, I, I I'm excited for the fact that they're forced to do something new and innovative instead of the rehashing the same kind of hero's journey story for that all these these Marvel movies and I, I'm a sucker for them but they're definitely carbon copy esque. Oh yeah. Um, so I, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. And I forgot who the director slash writer. I think he had a writing credit on the. He's really good. And so I'm I'm looking forward to them moving on without. Oh, Black Panther. Um, yeah, it's Ryan T'Challa. Cooper. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, Ryan Coogler's got a, a big deal with Marvel. Like, they gave him, like, two more films, two TV shows. Like, they gave his production company a lot Good. of they of should to do what He's he needs to do. He's done a great job. So, um, yeah, excited for him to, to move forward with that, too. Um, speaking of movies, uh, the Oscars was last weekend. Womp, womp. Oh, I didn't even know. Who oh. cares? That's, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> does the does Hollywood itself even care? I'm, I, well, I'm joking. Yeah. But does Hollywood, are they kind of over it? Well, you know, I, I mean... Were they, the, the death rattle was happening last year, and then I think COVID killed the Oscars, yeah. right? Do we kind of feel well, that Well, I bring way? it up, too, because Black Panther's relevant, um, spiritually anyway. So they moved the best picture category in front of the best actor category for the first time ever. And I okay. think that they did that as kind of a nod, nod, wink, wink. We're going to give a posthumous best actor award to Chadwick Boseman. Uh, and so everybody kind of stuck around to, you know, support Chad that way. And then Anthony Hopkins won best actor. <laughs> For what movie? What? For I the father? Have we seen that? It was okay. Um, I actually, to be fair and to be honest, Anthony Hopkins probably did the role of his career in this film. Like, he did a really, really, really good job. I don't know that he did a better job than Chadwick Boseman in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Right? I, I I will just say, I haven't seen the movie, so take this for what's worth. I highly doubt that it's his best performance. Like, there, there's no way. He has so many phenomenal performances, and it's a movie I, I guess I say it's heard it's, of. It's, and this this is the worst year for movies. Without yeah. a doubt, right? I don't this will forever and be referenced for as long as the Academy Awards and movies are done. Like we haven't had this bad of you know turnout for films since twenty twenty, right? Yeah. It's uh, forever it's gonna be it's gonna have that marker for, for Yeah, I mean for sure. It's not just on the production side, right? Because nobody can get movies made, <laughs> but also on the release side, like nobody's got disposable income, everybody's unemployed and broke. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, yeah. Sort of streaming and fodder. Everyone, yeah, yeah. Yes, and streaming was killing these movies to begin with. Yeah. And I'm fine with it. And it was hurting movie theaters before COVID even hit. And that just kind of took it over the top. And Yeah. Well, you know, innovator or, or die, right? That's the mm-hmm. that's the key. Uh, moving past that. Um, oh, speaking of streaming, I finally took your advice and, and you know, watched through all of the current offering for Invincible. Okay. Holy crap, they yeah. did a good job. Yeah, yeah. Holy crap, they did a good job. Yep. I like everything about it. Um, mm-hmm. The casting is awesome. It's so true to the comic books. If you guys haven't read the Invincible comic books... But different, too. Go read the comic books. Yeah, I meant like true right? to the spirit like, of the comic books, but the story is Characters is not... and stories, but ingrains them, and like it's, it, yeah. it's an homage, but still... Yeah, so yeah I, especially I, because I, like the... I think what they... And I don't know, I'm not in the production booth. But I think that they're compressing the, what, we got 20, no, 12 years of Invincible Comics? When did it launch? 2004? I don't remember, but that sounds about um, right. And they're compressing it and getting rid of the fluff. So we're getting like the Dragon Ball Kai version mm-hmm. of Invincible. Yeah, um, <laughs> which I, I like the Kai version of Dragon Ball as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, cut out all the dumb stuff. Um, so I look forward to seeing how deep into the Invincible lore that they go, though, right? Because there's a lot to play with. There is, but so far, and again with the J.K. Simmons is awesome. Um, they're all, they're all good. Who plays Steven Robot? Yun? It's uh, oh, Robot is um, what's his name from uh, from Star Trek? Spock, yeah, right. 
No. Uh, yeah, just Zachary Quinto. Yeah, I was like, yeah, okay, you mean he's good. It's all. Yeah, here, yeah, here. Yes, that's holy what, crap. <laughs> that's Zachary Quinto as robot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's good. Did you finish it, Armed and Hilarious? I have not. Okay. I am like two episodes away. But how many episodes okay. were in this season? Uh, eight or ten. Eight? I don't know. Eight. I think but it's eight. That sounds right. Because but it, it ends with. That, um, I'm not going to spoil it, but it ends with the re- revelation about the heritage of Invincible. So, and you can already um, see where it's going. Yeah, uh, I like, and and maybe it's because we are the target demo. Uh, yeah. But even the art style lulls you in yeah, it's, to it's, what it's, it's thinks. Ninety late nineties new millennia comic book art style. It kind of yeah. feels a little like mm-hmm. Batman the animated series, but like and it's more like polished, a little yeah, more yeah. like I, Superman the animated series, right? Because it's bright and polished. The the, the, yeah. the palette is, is is light and bright as opposed to um, and tangent on that. I love speaking of of um, Bruce Tim and Batman the animated series how they they achieve the tone of that animated series by starting with a dark palette mm-hmm. of dark mm-hmm. canvas and then adding color to black as opposed to most cartoons that start off with a white canvas and add color to, to white you know oh yeah and there's a lot i wish more i don't think as main productions use well they, so the boys for example yeah. i feel like the boys is way too on the nose and we kind of hit on that i think maybe we talked off air but the boys is too on the nose i enjoy it i like i think it's warren ellis that wrote it it's a great yeah. story it's really interesting but I, I, I'm kind of over. I get where you're going. These guys are flawed characters and they're they're a holes and and it doesn't. Bring but they much still don't wear. seem real. Yeah, where Invincible lulls you in and they go on silly adventures. Like he needs, they go on a college visit and he needs to hide from his girlfriend yeah. the fact that he's invincible. And they do little stuff and then like horrific things happen while silly stuff is going on and you don't know what's going to happen and they they never rewind the clock they never have an ex machina moment where someone comes in and say or they do sometimes they do have those moments i mean there's shots where invincible's in trouble and you see a little wide shot and you just see omni man's feet and it's like yeah. what's going to happen and all this stuff it's just done masterfully and you're seeing robert kirkman who's a master comic book writer and a yeah. master <laughs> Show producer, show producer with with his time with The Walking Dead, and he wrote television even before that. And he's just at the top of this game, and he's and and it's Hulu, right? Hulu has given him, I would think, free reign, and you've it's got Amazon Prime. Okay, yeah. and and I'm sure Prime is just yeah. I guess Amazon has well Robert Kirkman, endless you know, supply of money, for those, and, the, and the actors, the character actors are great too. Well, like, I was going to say that like great. everybody. I mean, Robert Kirkman. For you guys who don't know, Robert Kirkman also wrote Walking Dead, right? Mm-hmm. Like. That's his comic book as well. So he's got. He did Super Dinosaur. Not to Like he did yeah. Super Dinosaur, a kid's animated show too. So he's yeah. had. He has animation. Well, well, I was going to say about the cast though. He's got. So all of the supporting cast, I think, he pulled from like his Walking Dead casting. So I think everybody yeah. that's appeared on the show in a major way, with the exception of J.K. Simmons, right? I think so. Has been... Well, and Zachary Quinto. Zachary Quinto has been in Quinto. Walking Dead. Well, All of the supplemental characters, at least, right? Yeah. Like War mm-hmm. Woman and Green Ghost. Mm-hmm. Like all of the original members of the, the League Guardians. Guardians of the Globe. I think those are all like Walking Dead people, too. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, it's good. And if, if you're on the fence about it, watch the first episode. And if it's not for you, you're not going to like the rest of it. If, you, if you're intrigued... 
it just gets maybe not better, but as good. It stays at that high level. But again, yeah. you, you will know by the end of the first episode, it's not one of those where I'm trying to get people into Game of Thrones. It's like, get through episode four, you know, and if you're on the oh, fence, yeah. you know, well, finish you'll out. Know right away. You'll know. S- you'll know by, by the, the end of the superhero version. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Finish the first, the the pilot. I guess they're, they're still calling them pilots. And yeah. you'll know. You're either well, in or and, you're not. And the cast sells you on it even right away, right? Like, okay, mm-hmm. J.K. Simmons as Omni-Man is great. Um, Steven Yoon, uh, who most of you guys know from Walking Dead, uh, plays the lead. And then um, Sandra Oh as his mom. Like, mm-hmm. just... She's a great job. Beautiful. And then Zachary Quinto as Robot. Um, just beautiful casting. Oh, and Clancy Brown. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I don't think Sandra Oh is a strong actress. Um, I like her in a couple of things. She's great in this. I think she does a really good job. And then J.K. Simmons, phenomenal in everything from Oz to Whiplash and, and is yeah. on point with this. He's Well, and, he's that's, great. and Spider-Man and... Yeah. Yes. You know, <laughs> yeah. We just keep going yeah, on and on and on about the but, range of his... <clears throat> about the range of his, uh, his body of work. Mm-hmm. But yeah, go... Um, I, you know, for me... Five out of five stars for Invincible. Um, mm-hmm. It's a new spin on on all the superhero tropes because we still we still get all of our superhero tropes, and you think that that's what the movie's going to be or the show's going to be about. You're like, oh, I get it. It's like like the Justice League, and he's going to be like the Teen Titans. He's like Robin if Robin was Superboy. Oh, <laughs> pretty cool, right? Like, but it's not that at all, right? Like mm-hmm. after episode mm-hmm. one, you see that it's not that, and then after episode three, you really see that it's not that. <clears throat> And it's and we I could talk about this all the all up, but maybe we should move on because it's but this oh and this Seth show Rogen too Alan the Alien Seth is a Rogen. producer well and he's a producer too this show doesn't happen if Robert Kirkman doesn't have the power that he has in Hollywood right now with the yeah. success of The Walking Dead there's no way because it is a genre it is all over the map where you do it is Teen Titans esque it is a Superman show and then yeah. it's also the boys as well like yeah. it's it's everything that's that's mixed into it and, and does a great job in in all of those in all those genres but and it's just, it still has you know I'm not going to say sitcom but it has situational drama elements as well because it still involves his relationship with his family and his friends mm-hmm. it's not just like mm-hmm. you know the three like like Smallville for example where it's just Clark and his two buddies his two sidekicks or whatever it's not and, just that small sphere it involves like a whole big sphere of extended relationships that play play an important part in how the how the story needs to progress not just how it is going to progress but how it mm-hmm. needs to progress right you know love triangle oh, yeah. and 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 you know daddy issues and mommy issues and all that stuff self-doubt all that stuff comes into play really really well and it's not just like i have to overcome this it really is who in my sphere of people is necessary to help me get through this next part of my life? Is it my girlfriend? Is it my mom? Is it my dad? Is it my side piece? What? <laughs> no, I like, and it's, we just, we're just talking about Mortal Kombat and how we wish it would have been like a fight movie, but we're saying how that's not, that genre really isn't in vogue right now. Yeah. And what this show does is it does go across and just say, we're, we're telling a good story. That's yeah. all you need to know. We're using the medium of, comic book characters to tell an amazing story and they do it and and it's hard to get those movies made now because in any we're talking about producers and how they're monsters and, and they're ruining film yeah. and maybe that's why i was but it's like what 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 is this movie well it's 
you know, it's Superman uh, meets Juno. Like it's these, you have to oh, meld yeah. two genres together. Or this is an action movie, or it's a sports movie, or it's a, you know, a rom-com, whatever it is. It's like, well, this is all of them again. And it's not, usually when you say that it's watered down, but this isn't, it's just a great story. It's, yeah. it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So big ups to Invincible. All right. What else we got? Um, uh, Marvel, Marvel just, uh, released their little, not a trailer, uh, appreciation for, for filmmaking or whatever, but they released not a trailer for, well, kind of wedged into that with not a trailer for Eternals. Oh, do we, I mean, do Angelina we get anything Jolie, or... Rob Stark, Eternals. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Um, yeah, that, you know, I gotta know do what we, else, where else to go Do with we that. get anything from it? I haven't seen it. Do we get, I mean, do we even get... We get a sword. Costumes, a any of that of sword. stuff. So we get one of the the now famous trailers for trailers. Yeah, but that's not we... they didn't. But they didn't market it as a trailer for trailers. They marketed it as you know, they do a Stanley voiceover. They show a bunch of clips from all the stuff that's come so far in the last decade of Marvel films, and then we get like a taste of Black Widow and a taste of the Eternals. So. Yeah, it, it felt more like well. I think cons are coming back this year. Oh, speaking of cons, here in Orlando, um, Spooky Empire just kicked off this weekend as well. What's I was going Spooky to, Empire? It's a horror con, but like not is that real. new? No, it's been around for a long time. What do they? Is is it Dragon Con? What do they have in Orlando? Is it Heroes Con? Well, I forgot no, what it's called. We have Mega Cons here in Orlando. Mega Con. Comic Mega con. con. But this was like okay. a small Spooky small con about you know Ghostbusters and Scooby Doo and oh cool. You know, other kind of nice. like horror, not horror. I'm glad this stuff's coming back, right? Yeah. But, you know, it's two weeks going on over a year. So I'm happy about it. And hopefully people are making smart decisions and, and you know, keeping their safety and, and other people's safety in mind while they're doing this stuff. But I like it. Just Well, I forgot that Spooky Empire was a thing. And I was actually in that part of town for something else. And uh, I ended up having to park my car by the... Ecto one, and I was like, "What the hell is yeah. going on?" And I see Daphne and Jason Voorhees walking down the street, and I was like, "You gotta be kidding!" Oh, nice. <laughs> spooky nice. empire! I'm all caught up now. So yeah, that's, that's like that's kind of what that have, was. It, this is an aside. Have you ever heard the story about George Clinton um, when they got lost on a road trip? No. So they so they were driving through the South somewhere, and they you know George Clinton they do tons of acid, whatever drugs, yeah. mushrooms, all that stuff. Hashtag and so they're driving, and they their driver it's like I've got a shortcut, and they're all high on mushrooms or acid. I think <laughs> they do acid, and they're they're driving around, and they stop for directions, and they see all these lights up and everything, and they start to see people <laughs> walking towards their car, and all these weird looking people, and they get out, and they're like, what the hell's going on? And I guess they they pulled right into the set of Night of the Living Dead, <laughs> and so <laughs> and so they're all effed up, and they meet George Romero and everything, and yeah, yeah. So, well, that's awesome. I, that by I could imagine awesome. you. I'm sure you weren't high on mushrooms or acid. Maybe you were. You don't need to share that with the audience. <laughs> but you know, I love to walk out and just see the Ecto One. Jason Voorhees, like, what the hell is? Well, this? that's is the this? thing. Is like, there was no parking at all in the where the normal lot is, and so I was like. I was going to the restaurant. I was going to, to rehearsal for a wedding. And I was like, what is this? Why is there no parking here? It's like, it's the middle of the afternoon on a Saturday. Like, <laughs> what's going on? And so I'm driving around the lot. And then again, I'm like, the Ecto-1. Like, well, that's weird. 
whatever. So I parked the car and I'm wearing a suit because I'm going to a wedding rehearsal. I'm in a suit and no tie because it's Florida. It's hot as shit. But I'm in yeah. a suit, <laughs> my sunglasses on and I'm walking. And then I see, like I said, I see like Daphne and Jason Voorhees. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like it still hadn't picked, peaked in my brain what was happening until yeah, kind of yeah. like you look around the corner and see, oh, wait a minute. That's not a guy in a suit. That's like Lurch. <laughs> from I love it. That's family. But like, also only only in Orlando, right? Yeah. Like where it's like, oh, it's the act of one. I'm going to just continue on my day. Well, where, yeah. where I used to live, we would see Cinderella's Castle just go, you know, because I was right backstage yeah. at Disney. And you'd see like, oh, look, that's Cinderella's Castle. And then, you know, yeah, it's not a big just deal. Go, go by your business. It's well, just and, yeah, that's and, and, that kind of town. Like there's always weird stuff happening. If you've lived in Orlando, you know that there's like a work not a functioning time travel machine, but there's like a, a working DeLorean guy that drives around from time to time, yeah. like a time machine DeLorean with the glow and that, the, yes. you know, there's a mystery machine that parks like yes. over on I drive sometimes. So yeah. it's not unusual to see yeah. these things. Oh, 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 I saw Luigi from Luigi's mansion with the vacuum cleaner thing on his nice. back. And I was like, Luigi walking down the street. What's going? Oh, spooky empire is happening. And this couple decided to have their rehearsal dinner. In the same I venue like as, as this nice. horror convention. And so I, I went in and I saw the bride and I was like, so spooky empire, huh? And she was like, oh, my God. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> uh. Uh, but it was a good time. You though. should have slipped some guys some some twenties and had them be a part of the shoot. Like, let's, oh yeah, let's like, hey guys, come on, you guys. Yeah. Oh, I need Jason Voorhees, the Wolfman over there, and Luigi yeah. from Luigi's Mansion, uh, <laughs> yeah. and Freddie and Daphne. You guys too, um, and maybe you, Robert Goulet. <laughs> <laughs> Goulet. All right, uh, yeah, let's get out of here. We got we got some things to wrap up. I got some other things to get going on. So, um, yeah, so guys, if you know, we were kind of all over the place today. What did you think of Mortal Kombat? Let us know if you loved it, if you hated it, if you liked it better. Um, we can all agree that it's still much better than Mortal Kombat Annihilation, which might be in the top ten worst action movies of all time. Oh, wouldn't yeah. it be bottom ten? It depends on how you're ranking best to worst i mean is it the like best top 10 worst the worst worst or the best worst the which one is worst. awful i think there's some i, I think there's some nobility top in being best, terrible at bottom things worst. Yeah, yeah if you're roger think, corman maybe yeah i think it's okay being the best at being bad i think there's a top worst yeah so, so yeah so, so the best worst movie um we didn't even talk about the mortal kombat live action show from the late 90s Mortal Kombat Conquest. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and how that kind of played out. And then the Mortal Kombat, the uh, WMCA Masters. Also Mortal Kombat, right? Like, yeah. sort of? <laughs> yeah. Hashtag uh, Tsunami with a rainbow kick. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, but that's one of the things. Speaking of Mortal Kombat, then we'll, we'll get out of here. Uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation, the guy that played Motaro. You remember the centaur guy, Motaro? Mm-hmm. That dude is totally Malibu from American Gladiators. Is it? 100% sure. Wow. Malibu was one of my favorites. Yeah. Of the newer guys, right? Malibu is a later edition. Second gen, yeah. Yeah. Not like the the first gen was like Ice and Thunder and and, uh, Turbo. (laughs) Uh, So go check that out. Check out American Gladiators. Find it streaming somewhere. I'm sure you guys can find it. And one last shout out to our man, Ray Park. He's uh, on tour right now. Oh, I I, your local. I stopped us. You guys froze. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, it, you 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 did a turbo. You did turbo, turbo. <laughs> and it froze. And I was like, "All right, well we're that's up. it. Cool. See ya. But we're still recording well, the audio, we, so yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll wrap it up so, for the for the podcast. So, um, on behalf of the digital toilet paper team, no shout out to Ray Park. Oh yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Ray Park. Oh, yes. So yeah, he's on a uh, comic book store tour uh, this summer. And uh, I managed to check him out last night, and uh, I took a picture with him, and he autographed my original uh, Star Wars Complete Saga Blu-ray set. Nice. Darth Maul autograph action. Did he sign it? Darth Maul? Yeah. Nice. Nice. Dope. (laughs) Two at Armed and Hilarious. Scribble, scribble, scratch, scratch. Ray Park. Awesome. All right. Nice. Thanks, guys, so much for tuning in. Uh, if you were live on Reddit, we appreciate you. If you're on Facebook, um, all two of you, we like you guys, too. Um, for the Digital Toilet Paper, I'm Jason Bear. I'm Rex Rebo. At Armed and Hilarious. And we'll catch you guys next time. Thanks a lot. Bye.